Somewhere between Lincoln, Nebraska and Secaucus, New Jersey lies a very spooky town. A town so spooky that it's scary. The people are weird. Their stories are dumb. Welcome to Scary Town. Ah, the high school party. That eternal rite of passage where young people go to any lengths imaginable to consume mass volumes of alcohol out of sight of parents, law enforcement, and much-needed medical professionals. In ancient Rome, teens would float large casks of heady wine along the city's aqueducts and drink them in the Colosseum's blood pit. In colonial America, Adolescents would flock to battlefields after dark and loot the bullet-riddled bodies of fallen redcoats for their half-drunk flasks of brandy and gin. Maybe in the future, teens will simply email booze straight into their mouths. Until then, they're stuck with today's binge-drinking method of choice, the kegger in the woods. I'm lifting. You fucking lift. Oh, yeah? Then why did the fucking keg almost drop on my fucking foot? Uh, fuck you, dude. Dude, fuck you. Oh. <laughs> you think this is far enough into the woods? No fucking way, dude. This is going to be a fucking rager, dude. If the cops bust this kegger, I'm going to lose my scholarship to Scarytown Colleges of Arts and Sciences. And that's not fucking happening, dude. Of course it's not fucking happening. I'm not losing my fucking scholarship, fuck nuts. So keep fucking lifting. This party is going to fucking rule, dude. The Pritchett sisters are bringing their fucking cousins, dude. I fucking know that. Who the fuck do you think fucking invited them? Okay, fuck you, dude. Dude, fuck you. <laughs> fuck, dude. A fucking fence. We gotta get on the other side. No shit. The fucking cops can't bust this fucking rager tonight. Peter Ramble's bringing those train yard boys. Fuck yeah, this party is going to be huge. Okay, on the count of three, throw the fucking keg over. One, two, three. Oh, yes. Damn, I threw that shit so fucking high. Dude, I'm the one who's fucking doing curls every day. Fuck you, dude. Dude, fuck you. Check it out, a fucking gate. Yeah, and two fucking guards. Fuck, let's turn around. And fucking lose our scholarships? Yeah, fucking right. We gotta go further. Uh, how are we gonna do that? Seduce the fucking guards? That's the fucking plan, fuck breath. On the count of three. One, two, three. Hey, big boys. Like what you see? <laughs> hey, stop right there. This is government property. What are you two doing here? Devin, my dude's fucking creaming his tacticals right now. Fucking awesome seduction work, dude. My guy's about to throw it all away from me. Fucking wife, fucking kids, fucking job. Nah, eyes. This little fuck's my little fucking puppet. Hell yeah. I'm fucking Geppetto, dude. But my puppet grows something other than a nose if you catch my fucking drift. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Fuck, just throw the fucking keg at him. Oh, fuck, dude, do you want to call 911? And tip those pigs off to our party? No fucking way, dude. All of the swim team twins are going to be there tonight. Oh, that fucking owns bones, dude. Fuck. Dude, nobody says shit fucking owns bones anymore, dude. That shit is 2000 and lit. Okay, I was being ironic. Fuck-o. Fuck you, dude. Dude, actually, fuck you. 
The greatest gift you can ever give someone is the gift of life. Wait, no, sorry, I read that wrong. It's diamonds. The greatest gift you can ever give someone is diamonds. Life is pretty good, but is a life without diamonds a life worth living? To that question, we offer a fully-throated no. Anyway, a group of diamondless Scary Town citizens recently volunteered to give the second best gift, life. Hello everyone, my name is Dr. Ross, and I wanted to welcome you to Scary Town General Hospital's annual blood drive. By the looks of the sign-up list, this should be our biggest blood drive ever. Now, I'm sure we have some first-timers here, so I wanted to see if anyone had any questions or concerns about giving blood today. Uh, hey there, Dr. Ross. I'm excited to help out, but uh, how do I know I won't run out of blood? <laughs> Don't worry. It may look like a lot, but we only take about one-eighth of all the blood in your body. Okay, so the, so the blood that's left, that's enough to last me for the rest of my life, then? Well, your body will produce more blood to replace the blood that you donate today. I got infinite blood inside of me? That means that I'm more blood than man? Like some kind of blood man? No, 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 no. You have just as much blood as anybody else. Yes, you there, ma'am. Hi, doctor. Is it alright if I brought my six-year-old son along? Of course it is. What's your name, son? Craig. You should be very proud of your mother, Craig. She's helping a lot of people today. Oh, thank you, doctor. My next question is, when do I get my blood back? Back? Yeah, huh? How long will these people need it for? Are we talking a couple of weeks, a couple of months? I'm cool with whatever. I just want to know, you know, so I can plan ahead. I'm sorry, ma'am, but this procedure does not involve reciprocity. Uh, English, please? You're making a donation to a person in need. No one is going to be giving your blood back. Well, they have to give it back. It's my blood. Ma'am, as I explained to the gentleman earlier, you will make more blood care about more blood. I like the blood I have now. I feel good and I can run very fast. If I give this blood out, I want this blood back. Well, that's not going to happen. Even if we arranged for the recipient of your blood to donate blood back to you, which we will not, it would be impossible to give you back the very same blood. I'll get your blood back, mommy. <laughs> Please tell your son to stop making those stabbing motions. I know you will, my angel. My sweet little angel. You'll get mommy all of her blood back. Okay. You, sir. You had your hand raised? Yeah, Doc. I'm sick of all this chit-chat. Here's that blood you've been up my ass about. Well, I appreciate the gesture, but we don't take blood you bring in from home. And this is clearly ketchup. Alright, you got me, but you can't blame me for trying. Trying what? You know, I give you some fake blood, and then I get to keep all of my real blood. It's called a competitive edge. Like I said, everyone who donates blood will make more blood. <laughs> That's loser talk right there. What do you need an edge for anyway? Oh, I've got plans. Big plans. <laughs> Please stop making those stabbing motions. I'm ready to donate, Doc. Finally. Oh, yeah. You can go ahead and take it all, Doc. Exsanguate me. For the last time, we don't take all of your blood. We only take a little bit. Well, that's funny. I've only got a little bit to give. What? 
Yeah, I've been giving a pint of blood a month for the past seven months, so by my count, I should be running on empty. You can go ahead and suck me dry. In those seven months, you made more blood. Oh, no, I didn't. I'd remember doing a thing like that. Now suck me dry. I'm not going to suck you dry. You've got my full consent. I'll sign whatever forms you want, okay, Dr. Jack? I just want to get sucked dry. Please stop referring to donating blood that way. And why not? Do you seriously not know? Hold on. Let me Google guy getting sucked dry and see what all the hubbub is about. Oh, wow. That's a lot of white blood cells. But why is it coming out of Enough! His- There's a child in the room. Uh, doctor, it's me from before. You remember Blood Man, the man that's more blood than man? Christ on a cracker. Yes? Okay, so I got a neighbor. Uh, he's bleeding all the time. He says he can't make it stop. Shouldn't he be the one in here giving blood so all us normies can hang on to what precious blood we got? It sounds like your friend is a hemophiliac. Wait, he eats his own shit? No, his blood doesn't clot. What were you talking about? Uh, no, nothing. Not, nothing at all. <coughs> Anyway, your friend is actually at risk of losing too much blood. He should think about a blood transfusion. <laughs> Good luck with that. Ted's too proud to take blood. He says he's going to make do with the blood God gave him. He's not looking for any handouts. You should really encourage him to go to the hospital. Hey, I'm trying to help him out. One time I came over with a whole bucket full of pig's blood, held him down, tried to make him drink it. He's like, oh, I can't take this blood. Oh, I'm too proud. Okay, first... Drinking blood won't help anything. Noted. And second, humans need human blood. Uh, I guess I could give him some of mine now that I know I'm some kind of blood geyser, but hypothetically, if I already drank the pig's blood, is there any way I could donate that blood, keep my good original blood to myself? Nope, that's it. I can't take any more of this. You can all go home. But don't you want our blood? I'll just donate my own blood. Dead man walking. It won't kill me. My body can produce plenty more blood, just like yours. Hey, everybody. This guy's giving out free blood. I'm not giving out blood. Liar. You took an oath. You know what? Forget him, friends. I got plenty of pig's blood for everyone. I've been drinking it this whole time, and I've only gone blind. Please, I beg you, don't drink the pig's blood. What does it matter, Doc? So what if we go blind? We'll just grow more eyes. That's what you said, ain't it? That's not what I said. I was only talking about blood. <gasps> Who said that? I can't hear you. Wait, you're going blind and deaf? You should just be going blind. Oh, guess I've never been one to follow the rules, huh? New blood, same old bad boy attitude. Yeah, the parts may change, but old Joe just keeps staying the same. <laughs> yes. Earlier this season, we visited the Scary Town Haunted Hayride, the hayiest haunted hayride in all of Scary Town. We actually have an update to that story, well, kind of. So they called us and told us that we left our wallet at the hayride, and we were like, are you sure? We have our wallet right here. We're looking at it. 
And they were like, oh yeah, license with your name, credit cards, everything. But when we showed up and asked about the wallet, they said they didn't know what we were talking about. Huh. They played us hard. But it was too late at that point. We were already on another hayride. Welcome, witches and ghouls, to Scary Town's haunted Halloween hayride. You might have noticed that we're only half a wagon tonight. That new corn maze really cut into our business. But we're glad to have the few of you here on this chilling, thrilling ride through the history, science, and modern renaissance of hay. Who's ready to ride off into the hay-filled night? Let me get a hay yo. Ooh, hey. Yeah. Uh, hey now, you can do better than that. Come on, let me get a hey yo. Uh, hey. Hey, uh, hey. Whatever. Oh, y'all need to dry a little harder. <laughs> I said, let me get a hey yo. Cut it out. I'm just here to kill time until I can get into that corn maze across the street. Okay, well, that's fine and dandy, but please don't ruin the ride for the rest of us hayheads on board, huh? <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for the corn maze, too. I wanted to go ever since I saw that ride up in Time Out, Scary Town. We're all waiting for the corn maze. The line's all the way down the highway. And I don't mean cars. I mean people. Like, there's a single file line of people stretching for miles down the road. Oh, I remember when the hayride first opened, we had people lined up. We don't want to hear about hay. Hay is out, corn is in. Um, well, I guess that just makes us old school cool, huh? Nah. Well, speaking of old school, for the first stop on our hayride, we're going back in time to the 1500s, where early farmers discovered that drying and storing their extra fodder gave them the power Excuse to- Excuse me, when are we gonna get lost? We, we don't get lost on the hayride. We drive in one straight line through the history, science, and modern renaissance of hay. Ugh, when I get into the corn maze, I'm gonna get so fucking lost. I don't understand what you're so excited and angry about. It's just, it's just a maze. Made of corn! It set the Guinness World Record for most corn per square inch of maize. Well, we used to have a record, but for hay. <laughs> then they built that hay Burj Khalifa in Dubai. Oof, that oil money can buy you a lot of hay. Ooh, that's my buzzer for the corn maze. I finally got a spot. I gotta go. Oh, lucky, I've had this buzzer on me for weeks. Bye. God, I wish I was him so bad. Maybe I'll kill him and take his skin. Ew. Uh, well, <clears throat> if you did that, you'd miss out on the next portion of our ride, the precise and technical science of hay. This next portion will be long, so make yourselves comfortable. Lucky for you, you've got plenty of cushy hay to sit on, hmm? Huh? A lot better than putting your bottom on some hard, knobby fucking corn. You don't sit on corn in the corn maze. Well, what do they fill the wagon with? There is no wagon. You walk around with your feet and legs. And since you're not sitting in hay, you don't get hay stuck in your socks and shoes. You can stick corn in there instead. You, you, you like it when corn gets stuck in your socks? 
We love it. Huh. Well, um, speaking of stick, why don't you let Dr. Stephen Hay King stick some hay-related knowledge into your brain? The science of baling hay has come a long way in the last century. Bales are out, old man. Bushels are in. He's a robotic puppet. He can't hear you. Okay, if he's a robot, he should be smart enough to know that everybody who's anybody is going on Instagram and they're posing with fucking sexy-ass corn bushels. What? How? How is a robot supposed to know what's going on on social media? Uh, well, I bet I can make a bushel out of hay. See? Hay is still with it. Now you guys can take photos with the hay bushel. It's not the same. Yeah, I just can't, like, see myself eating a bushel of hay, you know? You would eat a whole bushel of corn? That's... that's a lot of corn. I would do anything for the gram. Well, you can eat hay! You can? Uh, sure, sort of. You can chew it up, but then you gotta spit it out. <laughs> One time I swallowed some hay, though. <laughs> wow, did you like how it tasted? No. Well, you may not be able to eat hay, but you're still in for a treat because we're closing in on our grand finale, Hay's Modern Renaissance. We'll get to see all of Hay's modern uses, from street luge to wedding decoration to the classic scarecrow. I hear they got a scarecrow at the center of the corn maze, but it's full of corn! What? No! Are you serious? Really? No, 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 I'm sorry, I, I've tried to keep my cool, but scarecrows are a hay thing! No, these are scarecorns, or corn crows. I'm not sure. The point is, they've got cool corn in them instead of lame old hay. Why? Look at me. Why is corn cool? Can someone just, just explain it to me? It just is, okay? There's no explanation! One day, hay will be cool again, and then it won't. That's just the cycle of cool. Yes! I've got a spot in the corn maze! Oh, I'm so jealous! So jealous! I'm gonna eat so much popped corn! Not if I steal your skin. Ugh. No, please don't go. Please don't go, alright? Hay is cool! Hay is cool right now! Look! Look! We've got popped hay! Oh, you do? Uh, yes! Just give me a sec to light this hay bale on fire. No! It's too dry! Run for your lives! Never mind! There's too much dry hay! God has seen fit to punish our hubris! See you all in hell! For a limited time, the Scary Town Haunted Hayride is offering our listeners a special offer. Use the code SCARY at checkout and they will pay you to go on their hayride. It doesn't make much financial sense, so we think they're just trying to prove a point. That'll do it for this episode. We'll see you next time with more Stories from Scary Town. Campfire.